Hi, and welcome back to season two of Late Bloom and Love, and an all new episode to kick off a new year. Happy 2023. For anyone new here, Late Bloom and Love is the podcast about finding love when it's about blooming time. I'm your host, Amanda Klang. And on the podcast, I speak with guests about love and relationships because I'm single and seeking both of those things too. And I hope any listeners in the same situation feel encouraged by what they hear. My friend Shelly Morgan joins me after each interview to share her take on the conversation. She's been married for a decade and dated up a storm before that, so she's got wisdom to share. Today's episode is for anyone needing a gentle start to getting out there in 2023. That's because it's about a kind of dating you can experience without getting off your couch or even leaving your house. What am I talking about? Dating reality shows you can watch right now on your screen. Our guide to several of these shows and recommendation or not to watch is Kristen Hutchinson, a professor and journalist here in Montreal who researches pop culture and art. My conversation with Kristen is up next. Kristen Hutchinson, welcome back to Late Bloom and Love. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) I'm super. We've been planning to have this chat for a while, so it's fun that we're doing it. For people who may not have heard you the first time or just don't remember, be very forgivable. Can you just introduce yourself? Sure. I'm a... I'm an adjunct professor in feminism and popular culture studies. I teach every once in a while at the University of Alberta, online courses, remote courses. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a research fellow at the Art Canada Institute. So I have a year long fellowship where I'm writing a book about a lesbian art collective uh, that was uh, working in Vancouver in the 1990s called Kiss and Tell. Man, we've got quite a few podcast episodes worth of conversations (laughs) here. I'm always happy to talk about Kiss and Tell. They're amazing. Yeah, I think we're not, we'll have to do that. It's something separate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you are also, I don't think you said that just now. Oh, yeah, right. I'm also a pop culture and art columnist on CBC Radio and the weekend morning shows once a month. Yeah. So oh, I good. talk to various hosts across the country. It's super fun. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. I listen. Um, and your recent column is something that we're going to talk about today. It's very germane to this podcast Leap Bloom Love because it's it's all about you were talking all about uh reality dating tv shows and there's a bunch there's more than I realized yeah it seems like there's been a real resurgence of these shows like particularly on Netflix and I think they kind of began to be popular again from what I can ascertain like during the pandemic yeah so I think you know as people were not being able to go out and date they were enjoying watching the train wrecks that are often represented (laughs) on these shows um they yeah in the interviews I was doing for the CBC I was kind of talking a lot about some of the preposterous premises yes so as these shows you know are getting more popular it seems that the producers are trying harder and harder to get ridiculous premises in order to like get a good hook yeah so you know for example there's one show called dated and related which you know you would think maybe is a little bit 
about I don't know not very nice things <laughs> dating your siblings dating yeah your yeah siblings. but thankfully it's not that so it's yeah. actually like you're you're you go on the show with your sibling or in one case your cousin uh-huh. and they become your wing person and you end up sort of dating these people um on on that they help the you other select siblings. yeah so your brother or your cousin or your sister yeah. or your aunt helps you. Yeah, so you're you... watching them date other people. You're giving them advice. Um, there's there's often kind of this awkwardness. Like there was this one, um, I can't remember if they were twins or not. I think they might have been male twins. And then they were dating this other set of twins. Right. But one of the couples was successful and the other couple wasn't. Oh. So it became kind of awkward. Yeah. And one weird thing about that show is they all sleep in the same room, like in these in these like double beds. Or maybe yeah. they're queen size beds. I don't know. Right. But they initially sleep with their siblings until they decide they want to date someone. Then they move to that that person's bed. It's but so it's weird. all one room. It's all one room. Like I don't know if they didn't have the budget for like <laughs> like one of those big mansions that you often see, you know, yeah. in reality TV. Yeah. But I guess that's a way of like increasing the drama or having that drama of choosing and choosing someone else's bed. But I don't know. It's weird. I like sleeping alone. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually think it's quite cozy to sleep with somebody else, but that person wouldn't be anyone I'm related to. I, that does not seem nice. And no. even even to be in a big room with a lot of people, it's kind of like like a yeah. um, a dorm or a hostel. Sleep very well. No, me like, neither. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so share I, like I, a hotel room, like with a friend or a partner, yeah. but like you know. With a friend, I prefer separate beds. Me too. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely something about getting older. I've noticed that. I'm, I'm yeah. No, I, I think that's true. I think that like your your sleep isn't quite as good, yeah. so you you, you develop the these like ways to that you need in order to sleep. <laughs> so, so all that underlines what a weird premise that shows. I've yeah, not heard totally weird premise. And you so, talked. I've never heard of this show, and I don't know should. Did we watch it? Like, did you um, get any there, wisdom from it? I don't know if the show's like, I don't know if that's the one that I would necessarily, I mean. Dated and I, related. I have a hard time saying date, watch these shows because they're really all quite horrific in a way. <laughs> but like, I can't stop watching them. Like, so yeah. it's kind of, you know, it's very much the genre of reality TV that is very highly edited for drama. Right. And right. the And the premises are kind of try to create drama. So like Love is Blind is another one that's very popular. It like just finished its third season and has mm-hmm. already been renewed for two more. Yeah. And so um, in that show, there are 15 people and they meet each other in these custom built pods, but yeah. they can't see each other. They can only hear each other's voices. So they're both kind of in these little living room setups and there's a wall between them, like yeah. a kind of almost like a, like a kind of frosted glass wall. Oh, right. And uh, so they spend 10 days talking to various people uh-huh. they separate the men and women uh-huh. so basically you know they're you know like many of these shows they have no contact with the outside world like it's all right. becomes about you know what they're doing in that space sometimes you know two men will be interested in the same woman or two women will be interested in the same man so that creates right. some drama yeah. um so after 10 days they choose their number one and usually the man proposes to the woman sight yeah. unseen through this glass wall yeah. um she tends to say yes and then they get to see each other and they kind of like, you know, there's these two walls that open up and they're, 
there's this long ramp and they run towards each other. It's so ridiculous. And then they go on this fake honeymoon. They meet the other participants. <laughs> they spend then a month together, you know, at in, in wherever the city that they're from, they like put them in this like custom apartment yeah. and they meet their friends and family. And then they go to the altar, all like they, they go wedding dress shopping and all this, like, you know, like getting ready for a wedding, like all of the stuff. And then their friends and family are there at the wedding and they're at the altar. And one of them, the, uh, it seems to alternate like who's going to say it first, but one of them says, you know, you have to say I do or I don't. Uh, so like right in that moment, and they really sort of elevate the drama, of you know, oh, I really think that he's going to say I do. And then he says, I don't, you know, so and it, and it seems as if the people don't really know. Right. Like whether the other person is going to say I do or I don't. Huh. And uh yeah, it's 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 a lot of tension. <laughs> I I was thinking about this thing you see on the internet. Tell me this is an American product without telling me this is an American product. Yeah, like like the emphasis yeah. on matrimony and the uh-huh. wedding altar. And is the idea that yeah. if both of them say I do, they actually get married or they They're just married. start dating? Yeah, they are then married right then and there. Legally married? That just seems They're like, like legally married thing in do. that moment. Yeah. And I had like I was digging around like when I was doing the show for like statistics over like who who stayed married and who didn't in these shows. Yeah. Um just find that to do, do. Okay, so for from dated and related, there are two couples who are still together. So yeah. they were those couples formed on that show. Yeah. From Love is Blind across the three seasons, five couples are still married. So they met during that show. There's this other show called The Ultimatum yeah. um, where you one, one person wants to get married and the other person doesn't. So they go on this show and they spend three weeks with someone else to see if like the grass uh-huh. is greener with this other person. And-, and then they come back to their original person and say, you know, let's get married or sometimes, you know, or, or they could say, you know, I want to stay with a new partner. So in the ultimatum, there's only one season, but four of the original couples are still together. Uh-huh. None of the new matches ended up working out. Right. So, yeah. So it's hard in some ways to tell, you know, whether these couples are going to stay together the long term. Like these are all, you know, newest yeah. shows. And, yeah. and there are a number of people that got married um, on Love is Blind and have since broken up. Yeah. Uh, so in some ways, you know, it's kind of like a 50% chance. Which, which is the actual work or not, which is which is just regular. That's a regular statistic, right? 50% of marriages work. So. And I've got a question about the one where they start off with existing couples yeah. that are undecided about staying yeah. together long term. What's that one called again? Uh, the ultimatum. The ultimatum. Okay. Yeah. And it then my another qu- tagline. It's called, uh, sorry, the ultimatum, marry or move on. Yeah, that, you know, that reminds me of the real estate version, love it or list it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except We're, this is people. And you know what? Know, it is me. never, my advice is it's never healthy to give someone an ultimatum. Like that is not yeah. healthy. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And in that, but my question about that one beyond, I mean, one could have millions. So they're each offered, the, the original couple is each offered a new partner to try yeah. out. Yeah. Wait, who is this new partner? So the Where new does... partners are the, are the other people. So it's like there's a group of them and they've oh. all, they're all like in this ultimatum thing. So they end up being with another partner who has either given an ultimatum or been given, an, like giving an ultimatum or been I given see. an ultimatum. I so if they're, it's all, you know, they're all kind of in the same mix. And and are they supposed to immediately develop an attraction to this other random person? 
Is that, it's does that pretty appear? weird? Like they end up like living together, like right away. And mm. like, yeah, sometimes it does. Well, they, they try to like match them up so that there's something in common or like they try mm -hmm. to like, they kind of right. try to do some kind of matchmaking thing. Right. Um, yeah. Huh. And I, I guess it goes without saying this is American popular culture yes. TV. Everyone is 22 and fits uh, the standard beauty ideal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. definitely a lot of like standard beauty, um, pretty traditional, very limited. There's not a lot of body diversity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, most of the men, interestingly, tend to, there's less body diversity in the men than there is in the women, which is interesting. Uh, the is men interesting. tend to be tall, have six pack abs. Yeah. Um, the women, uh, they're, they seem, I don't know if it's their choice or if that, this is what the producers want. They're often wearing very tight fitting dresses, <laughs> a lot of makeup. <laughs> And for some reason on these shows, there is often so much footage of these women putting on their makeup in the morning. Like if you put all of the, the footage of like women putting on makeup, I swear it would make up a whole episode in and of itself. Oh, interesting. So, and many of them seem to have undergone plastic surgery. So like the, right. there was um, a contestant on Love Island USA who had had 19 plastic surgeries prior to going on the show and she was 24 years old. Yeah, this is really... So it's healthy. really, you know, it's really a healthy kind of look often, Good. especially right. for the women, um, but all, yeah, also for the men, you know, huh. and also like these shows tend to be heterosexual. Like there are some right. examples that aren't like, so for yeah. example, the ultimatum, their next season is going to be a queer season, all mm. queer contestants, uh, mm. mostly women. So mm. that's going to, I don't know. I mean, of course I have to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we. Was, um, I, I I also recently binge watched um, a show called Are You the One, uh -huh. that also has a totally ridiculous premise. So basically, um, these like a set of people. I'm trying to remember how many. It's like twelve, I think. Um, <clears throat> are are set up by these professional matchmakers, and oh, supposedly yeah. their perfect match is within the house but they need to figure out who that that perfect match is oh and if they all decide if they all know i think it's eight couples eight couples uh -huh. so like if they all figure out who their perfect match is then they all win a million dollars and so they sounds have better weird ceremonies oh. i don't know it kind of it's it's in some ways isn't better like mm. because so they'll they'll come have these competitions and then the the couples that win the competitions oh, yeah. um, they then vote who's going to go into the truth booth. Okay, this is so. So lame. they go into this little like kind of cabin, yeah. and it's so cheesy. There are these blue laser lights that go up and down their bodies <laughs> as Why? if like they're somehow like calibrating whether they're a perfect match. <laughs> <laughs> it's so and dumb. Then, and then uh, and then it says on the screen whether they're a perfect match or not. Um, usually they're so, not a match but the thing that's sort of weird about that show is that they're developing you know kind of relationships in and of them in and of themselves yeah. right they're drawn to yeah. certain people they find yeah. that they're compatible with certain yeah. people yeah and then that's they realize good. that that person that like maybe you know they claim they're falling in love with is not their perfect match and then they're like oh okay well we can't do this then I need to go find my perfect match so I'll get the million dollars right yeah. right then what what I what appealed to me about your original description of just the bare bones of it is just like getting it's even though it's completely fake you're in a, in a house full of people where you've been pre-selected but at least it, it, it like you're sort of getting to know each other in off 
authentic-ish situations like making meals and hanging out yeah. but then the incentive for the money really distorts the whole thing yeah it just yeah, and everyone's kind of strategic strategizing so if they're a perfect match then who did you sit beside so then they're then they're at the end there's like at the end of the episode they all decide to sit together in couples uh-huh. and then these like ridiculous floodlights go on so right. like that, that that tells you how many perfect matches there are according to who's sitting to beside who uh-huh. um so then they're strategizing afterwards okay well We've had three perfect matches and you sat beside the same person these three times. So maybe you're a perfect match. So there's all this kind of strategizing, Uh, strategizing going on. And one thing that's really common on a lot of these shows and especially on Love is Blind is there's a lot of alcohol. Oh, yes. They're plied with a lot of alcohol. Like they set up parties for them. They try, you know, they try kind of to to increase the alcohol consumption in order to get more drama like love is blind has its own like signature gold wine glasses like that everyone carries all the time so people will be more outrageous and be more yeah given like behave in ways they wouldn't normally when they're being scrutinized yeah Yeah. and then you know if there ever is any drama that is sort of you know edited and re-shown over and over again you know and or like contestants are kind of like poked to mention it again you know so even if like there's some kind of flare-up that happens once the producers are finding ways to make that flare-up last longer right or to like bring Mm -hmm. other people into the drama and there's often you know they often seem to also select people who have anger management problems oh god so they tend to kind of you know fly off quite easily Usually it's usually it's women with anger management problems and not men. So that's interesting. Well, maybe less likelihood of immediate violence. Yeah, I guess way, maybe. less likelihood of actually someone getting punched mm. in the face. I was, this is making me think, I had a question, but I think I know the answer. Like, are the people participating seeking genuine relationship connection or do they want to be famous? And I'm well, guessing they it's... all claim that they're seeking genuine relationships, you know, mm. and they seem... The ones where they get together, so love is blind and they're still together, you know, they certainly seem to be in love. So, I mean, I think it's a bit of both, you know, I think that, I mean, I think that reality TV has become a a sort of a way into celebrity, which is something that particularly Americans seem to be very fond of searching. I personally would never want to be a celebrity. Um, I like leaving my house and not having anyone look at me. I like being Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I think it's a, I think it's a little bit of both, you know, because I, uh, talked to, um, a contestant on a Canadian dating show. show, I still haven't watched it yet, but it sounds super interesting. It was interesting and completely. So I did an interview with a, with a woman who was on the show. It was called Si on s'aime, which she translated as what if we loved each other Mm -hmm. and people were matched up but it was done much less exploitatively and over a longer period of time uh it was three months and the the other key that sounds like is not present at all in what you're describing is um regular interventions from a psychologist like a like a therapist a therapist yeah I mean I think that makes a lot of sense because that is certainly not happening on these shows and I think very purposefully so you know that I I think that yeah yeah, they don't want people to have insight or no, no, perspective. No, they they want them just to be ridiculous. They, they want them to, you know, be as outrageous as possible, yeah. it would seem, right? Like, and, and I think it's a very difficult 
sort of space to be in. Like in my, mm -hmm. I teach uh, feminism and popular culture and I teach kind of a, like a general class about feminism and popular culture. And I often will, we do, we talk about reality TV and I'll ask my yeah. students like, would you be on a reality TV show? Yeah. And the majority of them say no. Um, and, or, and then I say, well, if you, if you say yes, like what kind of show would you want to be on? Mm -hmm. And none of them ever choose the dating shows, you know, no. like maybe a competition show, like Top Chef or a show that kind of, yeah. you know, showcases your, your, your skills. skills, right? Love. But even those shows, you know, give, give the contestants really ridiculous timelines to yeah. produce things, to increase the pressure, yeah. you know, and, and you're really, you know, when you, when you sort of go into being on one of these shows, you're completely sequestered. Like you have, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't often get to contact people, you know, um, who are regularly in your life. So you're in this weird bubble, yeah. you know, where you're being filmed all the time, where there's been contestants talking about how um, they weren't given enough to eat, but yet were given a lot of alcohol. Yeah. So you're with, really within already, you know, prior to all the editing, you're really within like this space that is completely contrived. Right. And, yeah. and, and you, 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 you know, your everything you do is in relationship to the show, right? And, like and, yeah, and you're not getting any feedback from people who have no. perspective beyond this little bubble. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a, I mean, sort of my podcast interest is in relationships, your and, and love and dating and everything, and your, but your interest as a as a pop culture critic and theorist is in sort of the the place of these programs and maybe their value i don't know if you attempt even to assign them think, any value but what do you think like yeah. what purpose do they serve beyond you know it's money making for the producers and maybe a chance for fame for like is it giving any of the rest of us anything well i think like it kind of demonstrates you know that there isn't just one person out there for you in the uh, world that you can actually become partners with many different kinds of people mm. you know and i think that idea of a perfect match is mm. a misnomer you know there is yeah. like I don't think there is any perfect match. Yeah. I mean, they're in a relationship. There's always going to be struggles that you have. There's always going to be some points of conflict. You know, you're, you're not always going to be on the same page about everything. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, the shows, even though they, they purport to finding you the one or the perfect match kind of shows you how ridiculous that idea is, you know? Mm. Um, and I think, you know, that, that it also shows us that, you know, the algorithms that we're using, for online dating and these matchmaking isn't maybe what we should be using to find someone to date, mm. you know, that, that, um, that there's been a lot of sort of critiques of online dating and the ways in which, you know, for example, white people are only shown white people, yeah. um, or, you know, that, that if you like a certain kind of person or you, you know, swipe right or left, I don't know. I can never remember which way. <laughs> right, right, darling. Right. Right, right, <laughs> right is good. Okay. Yes, I, guess, yes. I guess I can try to remember that. Um, uh, I only did Tinder for a little time. I hate online dating. <laughs> but uh, that, you know, maybe instead, you know, we should go out into the world and like do things that we enjoy, activities yeah. that we enjoy and find then other people who enjoy similar things that, that we do, you know? Yeah. Shelly Morgan, hello, <laughs> how are you? Hello, happy new year. Happy New Year to you. Happy 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's been a while since we chatted for the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here again, to talk with you again. I miss this. And yes, uh, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. 
Um, and we have something kind of funny to respond mm -hmm. to or unusual mm -hmm. or I don't know, <laughs> maybe just funny. Interesting. So, yeah. So Kristen Hutchinson giving yeah. us the rundown of some dating reality shows. An excellent and, interview. Yeah. Yeah. She's so great. Um, and uh, so she focused on a few, but but there's three that people can watch if they want. Mm -hmm. They're all on Netflix. Mm -hmm. They're easily accessible. The other ones are a bit harder to find. Um, I don't know if any of these sound like a good thing to do. Like it's entertainment, but this is about in, in theory, people seeking a partner. So um, I'll just, I'll just name the three main ones and just ask you if any of them sound like a good idea to you. Love mm -hmm. is blind. So people don't see each other until they start a courtship process, but that's supposed to lead to marriage dated and related family members assist you in this choosing <laughs> Yeah. And and they all live together and sleep in the same room. I find that part kind of That's bizarre. Yeah. And then the last one, the ultimatum, marry or move on. So people who've already been a couple and aren't sure about the next step and they basically a make it or break it situation. Do any of those seem like good relationship I meeting mean, or setup ideas to you? During the interview, you guys, you know, not the the nail on his head. It is entertainment and it is quite American. Yeah. Um but uh, the ultimatum, just bad idea. Mm. Unless you, you, you guys want to be a celebrity and you guys have some kind of, you know, ulterior motives, why would you want to put your relationship through that? Right. If you want to get married and the other person don't want to get married, you simply ask and then you decide and you leave. Mm. You don't need to go on a show to put your relationship out there and at risk to decide yeah. Um, do I want to marry or do I want to move on? If you're thinking about that, then I think you should move on. <laughs> um, that's just amazing that a couple could decide between themselves that let's go on a show and decide if we should stay together. Yeah. yeah. That's just yeah. amazing to me. They must, they must both, in that case, both members of a couple must want the fame or like, what, what, what else would you do that? I, I agree. It sounds so weird to me. In, I hope they get money for it. I, uh, I don't. Uh, well, maybe they get. I don't know. She didn't say. They probably get a little bit, but not very much. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about what about the love is blind? What do you think about um how much visual like uh, somebody's appearance? Well, you fa know, would factor into to their attraction. Like if they don't see the person, but they, I guess they talk to each other. I, I can't even remember now how it goes. I haven't. Okay, seen it. so for me, um, physical fitness. An attitude towards uh, working out, eating right, living right, um, does not have to only be expressed in the physical body. Uh -huh. Initially, I was like, man, I need to see them six packs. <laughs> but you don't need that. If that uh -huh. person tells me and I'm not seeing them that, you know, they go to the gym um, three, four times a week, or they like to take their two hour walks or they love hiking or they love snowboarding or they, they, they do this or they ski during right. winter. So initially I thought love is blind was like, no, but I said, no, Shelly, because you ain't got no six pack, but you'll be going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is interesting. That one is very, very interesting. But um, love is blind. The, the concept yeah, of love that is one. Blind. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the one I, um, I think I like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very and then, interesting. And then just to round it out, our our her list, the the one dated and related where you um 
a family member sort no, of. No, <laughs> drop the mic, walk away. I immediately, I thought, would my mom have chosen my husband whom she loves so much hmm. for me initially? Right. No. I don't know. Mm. Because I have evolved right. so much yeah. in the relationship yeah. to become so compatible with him and he yeah. with me. Right. So I know I would not give anybody that opportunity to do that right to make any decisions for Mm -hmm. you in that way so that's that's my take but it was very interesting yeah yeah she's she's a a fun a fun person to discuss all kinds of things with yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and actually next episode is a is another conversation with Kristen where she talks about her own experiences of dating and particularly as a queer and poly person poly meaning polyamorous so she does relationships herself really differently she talks about it and um explains it's kind of like for me it's a much bigger um like view a much bigger view of of how relationships Mm. can work it's 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 super interesting so we're gonna talk with her yeah we're gonna talk with her next next episode I am ready. Yes. Oh, Shelly. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to reconnect. And we'll talk to you soon. Yay. Thanks so much to my guest this episode, Kristen Hutchinson. You can find out more about Kristen and her work on Facebook under her name, Kristen with a K, Hutchinson. H-U-T-C-H-I-N. S-O-N. Thanks also and always to my friend and podcast co-conspirator, Shelly Morgan. This has been Late Bloom in Love with me, your host, Amanda Klang. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'll be back in two weeks for real. Meanwhile, you can find out more about the show and catch up on past episodes at latebloominlove.com. That's Bloomin, B-L-O-O-M-I-N. You can also leave comments or questions there. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram pages, Late Bloom and Love. Catch you next time.